So what does this mean for you sitting on a whole bunch of equity? Well, a couple of options, okay? Number one, you can increase your cash flow today easier than ever by refinancing your property into a longer term and reducing your payments. Because you now have more equity than you probably ever had in the property, it's going to be a great time to capitalize on the inexpensive money that's still available in the marketplace right now and reduce your payment. The reality of today is conforming rates are right in the early three range. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. You're home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. (laughs) (laughs) Recording live from our studios here with my executive producer and Arsenio Hall lookalike, Mr. Jonathan Winston. What's the house, baby? Uh, I'm doing pretty well, man. You know, doing my own uh, semi-impression right now. I guess you would be Akeem if we. I'd be Akeem. That's if cool. Doing, if doing the coming to America thing, you it's know. McDowell's. It's McDowell's, not right. McDonald's. Yeah, man. I don't even. We got the golden. If you don't get the reference, well, sorry for you. Yeah, How's life, man? Uh, life's really good, man. Um, you know, just. We've got these meetings that we go to and uh, drive back and forth, and that gives me a lot of time on the road. So if I'm not listening to a book or, you know, just kind of most of the time just, you know, sitting in my thoughts, sitting, thinking, and formulating, strategizing, and uh, just had a lot of time to uh, gain more clarity, you know, set new goals, um, you know, work the new things that I want to accomplish into my goals for the year, and I'm really just enjoying the opportunity to have more clarity. So, uh, things have been good. I love it, man. It really is important to get that clarity. And there's so much great info out there. I mean, obviously, you should be listening to the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast. On, I mean, that's, that's obvious. But there's some good stuff out there. I mean, there's a lot of great mindset stuff. And, you know, if you're trying to improve your life, you're trying to change your current paradigm, whatever it happens to be, I think the key is getting some education, right? you got to yeah. learn from somebody who's already done it. So podcasts, YouTube videos, when people are like, you know what, bro, I just, I can't really find the motivation. I'm like, nah, man, like there's just so much available out yeah. there, books and stuff. When I, in my era, it was all books, right? You had all these self-help books and all that stuff. Now you got books, podcasts, YouTube videos. Yeah. You can find a way to hype yourself up every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Or Only learn something. boring people are boring. That's so true. That's so true. So with that, let's get to the show. Did you ever see the, um, Actually, at the end of every Dave Chappelle show, right, okay. he would announce when he did his whole producer thing, he would go, he go, I'm rich, bitch. Yeah, you I remember, remember that. That used to crack me up every time, right? So we posted this article um, uh, that, that, that basically went over from the Realtor Magazine talking about, I'm sorry, was that Realtor? Yeah, it was Realtor Magazine that ho- homeowners see nearly 20% equity jump in a year. And I can't help but imagine that, you know, people are now sitting on all this equity pulling at Dave Chappelle. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> yes. Right? Because exactly. that's what I'm doing. I got to be frank with you, man. Like, I got like nine now buy and hold properties, and I'm feeling like a straight up baller right now. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Get to that level. Got to get there. That's the goal. But if you're listening to this and you're not feeling at that level, you're feeling like you're left out, let me tell you something. The opportunity has just started. See, we had what we saw as a hyperinflation, basically. And if you read into the article, the first quarter of 2021, the average homeowner gained about $33,000 in equity compared to the past year. Idaho, California, and Washington saw increases in Cali, for instance, $70,000. In Washington, like $70,000. People are suddenly sitting on a whole ton of equity. It's an absolute smorgasbord of equity. I I don't really know how to tie that in. You don't get to use smorgasbord (laughs) often enough, and I wanted that to be my opportunity. So Thank you. I appreciate that. So what does all of this mean? Well, here's the problem with equity, okay? Equity is not spendable. See, it's really cool to be able to tell people that I have over a million dollars in equity in my buy and hold properties. It's fun at cocktail parties, makes me the life of the party. I'm like, I'm, I'm this millionaire dude, right? Ooh, I want to invest but in here's the day. problem. I know tons of people, myself included, who although they have a whole bunch of equity, they're cash poor, Ooh. Right? So you can have equity, but you can't eat equity. That's the saying, okay? It looks good on paper. Here's an example, okay? We all know Bill Gates, one of the richest guys on the planet, right? He's had most of his net worth, at least back then. I can't speak for now. Bill and I don't talk like we used to, oh, right? Knows. So I don't know where he's at People today. It's strange. It's, you know, weird. It's, it's weird. He became kind of geeky. You know, wasn't my thing. So oh. whatever. Um, whatever, Bill. We're still cool. Call me. Um, <laughs> Bill had several billion dollars worth of Microsoft stock, okay, which by all intents and purposes made him a billionaire. If he pulled up his E-Trade account, right, and showed it to you on his phone, it would have showed a billion dollars worth of stock, right? But let's say Bill decided to sell all that stock simultaneously, okay? Let's say Bill was like, man, I'm going to buy some huge... And I'm going to sell out a billion dollar stock. The whole market would react to that. The moment the the top level guys started selling that stock, the stock price would go down in value significantly. He's required to report that sale to the SEC, report to the public markets, and the public markets would immediately go, oh man, if Bill's selling, something must be going on at Microsoft. I need to get out of the stock too. And the stock would plummet. So my point in all of that is, is although he was showing as a billion dollars in net worth, he wasn't really, he didn't really have access to a billion dollars. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. The same applies to the equity market we're in right now. All these people, all these houses are going up to atrocious values, okay? I have one property I paid $436,000 for roughly 10 years years ago. It was my crown jewel in the north end of Colorado Springs, Colorado. I was so excited about this property. Today, Zillow, not that we believe those dudes, but if we did believe Zillow, Zillow is saying that that house is worth about a million dollars. Okay, Over the years, I paid it down, so I owe about 300 k on the property. That means the property is worth 700 k more than I paid for it, or I've got equity of 700 grand in there. And that's gone up a substantial amount since this time last year. Yeah, okay? you've, uh, we, we talk about this property a lot, and if you've listened to enough of our episodes, you've probably heard him mention it before, and each time he mentions it, the equity it goes position up. goes up. Right, and it's like I'm making that up, right? It's like, a, oh my God, Donnie, it can't be going up that fast. It, it is really going is. up that fast, right? Every time I check the valuation of this property, I see it going up 30000 here, 40000 mm-hmm. there. But if I actually put the property on the market, would it sell for a million dollars? I'll be frank with you and tell you, I don't know. 
You know, that's what it's worth. But the moment a bunch of people realize their equity is there, okay, if they all decided to sell at the same time, that equity would fail to exist. Because at the moment the market gets flooded with a bunch of listings simultaneously, if the supply comes up, okay, the equity position will logically go down. The reason these houses have gone up so much in value in the recent year is because supply got trounced. And it got trounced by a series of things. The most obvious one was COVID, right? People simply did not want to sell their properties for a wealth of reasons. We've talked about it on the show a couple of times. Why didn't they want to sell? Well, here's number one. They didn't want people in their house, right? If you're afraid of the COVID virus, okay, and if this speaks to you, listen, I, I get it, okay? This is a, there was a very frightening time in this where we really didn't know the long-term effects of this. What blows me away is now that we're kind of in the post-COVID environment right. that people are still wearing masks like out on the streets Give and in public. Up, I think that's kind keep. of, I think that's Looney Tunes personally. you got a tan line now. That's Seriously, I, I, I've seen that. I have seen masked tan lines. Mm. That's a hard, hardcore white people problem. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> all of you. All of you. Um, no, seriously, it, why, why are you still wearing masks? Well, the market has not completely adapted. People haven't completely adapted, okay? They're still wearing masks, even though COVID has a vaccine out there. So people haven't adapted. So the market sure as hell hasn't had time to adapt to a post-COVID environment, okay? Right. So is that equity real? No, I'm going to argue it's a little bit fictional. I'm going to argue that property values are going to start to decrease. But when, Donnie? When is this going to happen? Because since this show started, I've been saying that property values are going to come down, foreclosures are going to come up, and the end is near. Yet here we are a, little, a year and a half later into this show, and that simply hasn't happened. So either I'm a complete and utter moron, it's possible, right, or it hasn't happened yet. Because let me tell you this, what goes up at an extremely astounding rate must also come down at a frighteningly astounding rate. It's a rubber band effect. The market is elastic, and it happens every single time. Okay, so what does this mean for you sitting on a whole bunch of equity? Well, a couple of options. Okay, number one, you can increase your cash flow today easier than ever by refinancing your property into a longer term and reducing your payments because you now have more equity than you probably ever had in the property. It's going to be a great time to capitalize on the inexpensive money that's still available in the marketplace right now and reduce your payment. The reality of today is conforming rates are right in the early three range. So if you're still paying four, five, six percent, and I can't imagine that describes anybody listening to this show right now because there's been so much cheap money for so long and you're smart people that you probably refinance. But if you haven't done so, now would be the time to do that. Why would you want to increase your cash flow? If you cut your mortgage payment from the $2,000 a month it is right now, okay, and you cut it down to $1,500 a month, or whatever. You can now take that 500 a month and that be when people are always saying, I don't have the money to invest in real estate, you just found some money, right. right? You could also pull some of that equity out of the property, what's called a cash out refi. You could take that cash from the property that's in there and you could invest it. Here's the problem. Last time we had a cash out refi boom, 2008. Ooh. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. 
One of the things we talk about on the show is the importance of great foreclosure data and helping you to find a great deal on a foreclosure property. But where do you find this data? You're certainly not going to find it on Realtor.com. You can't get it on your local MLS. So we have partnered with data provider Foreclosures.com to get you the latest and greatest in foreclosure listings right there in your local market. These properties are not hit the market in most cases, and when they have been foreclosed, gives you easy access to find out more detail so you can get the best deal on a foreclosure property. Getting started is super easy. Head on out to foreclosuredealscoach.com and click on the link labeled foreclosure list. Enter your zip code for a free seven-day trial of the best foreclosure listing data available in your local market. These properties are not even on the market yet, so you can get a jump on them and get a great deal. Once again, this is Donnie Corm, your foreclosure deals coach. We'll look forward to seeing you there. Remember that year? And people were starting to use their houses as checkbooks. They were buying really cool stuff. More Corvettes were sold than ever. The boat, boat market, I'm, I'm being dead serious right now. The boat market in 08, 09 was the greatest <laughs> it had ever been in the history of time. I don't okay? think that's how you're supposed to do it. I don't think that's what you're supposed to do with the money, bro. But <laughs> like a bunch of people went out and bought boats and new cars and they, they used their houses, checkbooks. And then that thing that I keep saying is going to happen that hasn't happened, it happened. Ooh. Right. Property values went down and these people found themselves severely over leveraged into depreciating assets. Right. Boats, cars, jewelry, yada, yada. Okay, that's what happened. Am I saying it's going to happen again? I'm saying it's inevitable. What we don't know is when my advice to you, if you're hearing the sound of my voice right now and you've got a whole gang of equity in your property at this moment is to do something with that equity. Okay, to invest it, note what I said here, invest it somewhere. Okay, if you really got to buy that new C8 Corvette, I feel you, but I probably wouldn't use your home equity to do that. Okay, I would, however, encourage you to take the equity, go buy a house with it, and if you've got enough equity where you could buy a house in cash, do it, right? Refinance your property. Buy a house in cash. Now that house is throwing off a rental income, right? Six, seven, eight hundred, nine hundred dollars a month. Now go finance that Corvette you want. Mm -hmm. And when the Corvette is paid for, you'll still have the house. Wow. That's what a concept, man. Isn't that a great deal? I think I'll do that. So no matter what the market is doing, here's my point. No matter which way the market is going, there's an opportunity to make some money from the market. Okay, you talk to really wealthy people, they don't hear stock market crash, they hear opportunity. Okay, there's this thing called shorting the market, meaning you're counting on a stock going down in value. A huge example of that is what's happening in the AMC stock trade right now, which I happen to be part of, where these hedge funds bet hardcore that AMC was going to fail and it was going to go under. So they shorted the stock. Turned out AMC was too smart for that. They did a quick wobble, quick spin move, got, <laughs> kept the company together. And now these hedge funds are having to buy back their own short positions. And the arguments being made, it'll be the largest wealth transfer to retail investors in the history of time. I personally made $45,000 in my IRA on that AMC transfer, AMC trade, as of this moment, okay? Luck of the draw. I just happen to be right place, right time. 
I'm going to tell you right now, the housing market is setting themselves up for the exact same situation. Everybody currently is betting that the market is eventually going to short. It's going to collapse out. Okay, and, and, and even the analysts that won't admit it, if you press them long enough, will say that it can't continue at this rate. And a couple signs have started to go out there. We've seen that the Fed intends to raise the interest rates twice next year. Ooh. That's already on the schedule. Interest rate increase. What does that mean? If rates go up, the buying power goes down. If buying power goes down on already overpriced assets, where do those prices have to go to cover the decreased buying power? They got to go down, okay? And if a lot of people who are purchasing homes using appraisal gaps, a.k.a. they're paying top of the market plus $20,000, $30,000, they're going to be severely upside down, okay? The good news is right now the appraisal gaps are coming in in cash. So they're taking cash out of the market and they're putting in these properties to overpay. That's a good thing because they're paying. they're actually financing the actual value of the property. I can tell you, that a lot of people, companies are popping up that are financing the appraisal gaps. So now you're going to have this second mortgage on your property for above what the property is worth. Can it, is it obvious what's going to happen next to anybody else? Over leverage, higher interest rates, businesses failing, not because they can't open due to coronavirus, because that was a scary time, but because the workers don't want to come back to work anymore. So when they do want to come back to work and all this government assistance starts to fail, or not even fail, the government goes, hey, we're tired of paying you guys to sit on your ass. We're going to stop paying for that. Why they let it happen this long is beyond me. But when they eventually do that, right, those people stop paying rent. The landlords can't pay the mortgages. The inventory goes up on over-leveraged market. And in my opinion, it's just a giant house of cards. Okay, I am not trying to frighten you. If you're listening to this and it's freaking you out, that is not the goal. Rather, I'm trying to motivate you to get going and start your investing career today. Start looking at buying more rental properties because more rentals are going to be required. Okay, Start learning the elements of flipping a property, getting your construction trades together, and just a basic understanding of buying low and selling high when the market is operating like this, because I can tell you only the experts are going to be able to do this when the market's operating the other direction. Okay, it, I'm not going to lie to you. Flipping today is actually kind of easy if you can find a deal. Now, you're going to make the argument there are no deals on the marketplace. I can tell you my team and I purchased six of them this month, so that can't be true, right? I can tell you I'm part of an investment group where a guy I was sitting next to is going to do 400 units, 400 flips in 2021, so the notion that there aren't any deals can't be true. What is true is it's harder to find deals than it's ever been, not that there aren't any, Right? So you've got to master the hard portions of this during the marks where that makes sense. Because I can tell you, when that polarity reverses and there are deals everywhere, you'd better have your infrastructure in place. Now, I know what you're thinking. If the market collapses and all these houses are for sale, who's going to buy them? Here's the reality of a collapsed market. People slow down their buying. It never stops. Okay. Even when the collapse of 08 happened, the total hit to property values okay, was about 12% here in Colorado Springs, 12%, okay? Big markets, other larger markets, Las Vegas, uh, Phoenix, they saw 20 30% at the worst of it, 
New York saw some pretty big hits. But I can tell you the vast majority of the U.S. saw teen percentage drops, okay? You see a slowdown, maybe 10 20% in overall sales. It wasn't that people stopped buying houses. They just bought a lot less of them. Okay, if you're still standing when people are buying a lot less houses, you're going to make Uber bucks, baby. So I want you to read this article about how there's more equity in the market than there's ever been and know that right before the crash is when the really good news starts getting reported. Okay, not to be a harbinger of bad news, not to come in here and tell you it's the end of the world. Hey, I went through that phase. 2008, 2009, I was like everybody else. The sky is falling. It's the end. I was making my entire living on flipping houses, and I couldn't give houses away for about three to six months there. The market kind of seized up. Okay, it felt like a really bad time, but we survived it. And had I had the information I have now, I would have acted entirely different during that collapse than, than I did. Okay, So I'm trying to inform you, to educate you that a change is coming. I've been saying it for a while. The signs that we have hyperinflation of equity happening all over due to a fictional reduced supply problem is awesome news as a homeowner. It's even better news as an investor if you know how to capitalize on that news. Okay, What that has proven to be recently is when we do find deals, the equity gap between what we can buy it at and what we're selling it at is currently wider than it's ever been. Whereas I would have not even considered a deal without 50K worth of spread in it, gross. I wouldn't even have contemplated it. Today, we're frequently seeing 75 to 80K worth of spreads and very often finding 100K gaps between purchase price and sales price. I had literally seen that a handful of times in my career prior to this year. Now we're seeing it once a week. Okay? The market is in a hyperinflation mode right now. You've got to capitalize on this. So I want you to read the article, okay? And after you've read the article, I want to encourage you to decide which side of this equation you want to be on. We interviewed one of the top wholesalers in Colorado, Gabrielle Simmons, on a recent show. You could certainly join up on the wholesaling front, learn more about that. Jonathan does wholesaling. Reach out to him. He can get you started in that. If you have the capital and desire and you want to start running the flipping space on the foreclosure deals coach for a reason, I can coach you through your first flip beginning to end. I can show you how to find it, how to fund it, how to fix it, and how to flip it in this crazy market and make a profit while doing so. But the time to get started is now, and the market to do it in is the one you're currently sitting in right now. This is happening all across the United States of America. Okay, So bask in the pleasure of the fact that you've got more equity in your home than you've ever had, unless you're a renter. Then bask in the fact that you made your landlord a lot of money in the last year, and he appreciates it. I know. I'm a landlord. Okay. On the flip side of that, do you want to be on that side of the equation for the rest of your life, or is it time to go out and buy your own deal and start setting up your empire? Set up the empire, guys. Let's get started. Let's get started. All right. That's our show for today, man. We're going to keep it short and sweet. I, I, listen, I'm excited. I'm pumped up because there's so much going on in my world right now. I would love to have you out. We're going to be doing a large-scale seminar right here in the Colorado marketplace. We're going to start inviting out. We're get, hoping to do that by the end of the summer, and we're hoping you're going to join us and come out here and learn more about the Foreclosure Deals Coaching product and how I can turn you into a full-time real estate investor making the kind of money that's available in this market with the appropriate knowledge. So stay tuned for that. In the interim, just get involved. Go 
join your local real estate club. Keep listening to the show. Set up your funding. Refinance your house if you've got equity and get prepared financially to make a move because when it happens, it's going to happen quick. And I'm certainly hoping that you're on the right side of that trade. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, reminding you once again, don't buy a house, buy a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.